the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hello, my friends. I'm Dennis Prager. To say that it is good to be with you is to understate the case. That's fair. Some philosophical thoughts to open the day on this Groundhog Day, one of my favorite films ever ever made. It, uh, the, the film is genius, and you laugh, and you think, and I wonder if that movie could be made today. And I'll tell you why. You, you, the left has made it that you cannot be honest about the human condition. His wooing of her... I don't. I wonder if that would be deemed in some way sexist or offensive, right? Learning everything about her and figuring out how to say the right thing on the next Groundhog Day because every day repeats itself. Watch out for that first step. It's a doozy. <laughs> we had him on the show. He, he's a fan of the show and we're a fan of his. Uh, I haven't seen it in a while. Probably worth doing. So I said, I, I opening up with some philosophy of life here. So every one of you has been touched by tragedy. It is not possible to be a human being and not be touched by tragedy. That's the way, that's, that's the nature of life. In fact, the chapter in my happiness book is that I have a tragic view of life, and that is one of the reasons I'm happy, because it enables me to appreciate, you know, my old saw, if nothing's horrific, life is terrific. Because, why do I have that saying? Because I know that it is so much part of the fabric of life, suffering and pain and tragedy, the left has always been, since the French Revolution and to the present, the left has always been utopian. What does that mean? That means it doesn't accept the fact that life is inherently tragic. So that, to put it in American terms, if life isn't working out for anyone, for me or for anyone else, it is because not of life and certainly not of one's own contribution to one's own misery, but America. This this is the essence of the left, in immaturity. Every leftist has immature, childlike thinking. And that is devastating to the to the society. It, it, you can't cannot survive when people don't grow up. Now, the, the, there are people on the left who have grown up in other ways. The human being is a complex creature. But 
in terms of understanding life and appreciating what life is about, they're, ch- they're children. The sooner you understand that life is filled with tragedy, it is I- I- inherent to it. The more you realize that, the more you appreciate America. Isn't that interesting? Right? So these are very important aspects of what is going on, is the appreciation of the inevitability of suffering. Would you play, uh, Sean, if you could find uh, Robert F. Kennedy, uh, you know, I dream of this and you dream of that and... We all dream for ice cream. It's a, this is a, his statement, which the left is crazy about, just, it's it's music. Beethoven 7th doesn't do more for me than this statement of Robert F. Kennedy did for people on the left about dreaming things that never were. I don't. I I dream to continue the incremental approach to making a better society that is part of the human condition and part of America, understanding that you incrementally make a better society. Where did I learn that from? I learned that from the Bible. People who are steeped in the Bible know two things. They know many things, but two of the things they know are the inherent tragic nature of life and that the only approach to making a better world is incremental. That's why the Bible did not fully ban slavery. It just had a series of laws like you cannot return an escaped slave to his owner. Imagine that. That's really, that that was promulgated 3,000 years ago. You cannot return a slave to his owner. Ten Commandments do not steal. Most people don't know, so I suggest that you pick up the Rational Bible, the Exodus book, which explains the Ten Commandments, and the, the original understanding of do not steal is do not steal people. Yeah. You cannot steal people. That would have ended the transatlantic slave trade before it began had people listened to that. Not to understand the inherent tragedy of life is to enter the world of destruction so that you actually believe that Abraham Lincoln was not a good man. Do you understand how bad the left is? That in San Francisco, they have taken down the name Lincoln from schools in San Francisco? Lincoln. Some men see things as they are and say, why? I dream things that never were and say, why not? So why why such a stupid statement? Uh, truly, I don't want to say even stupid. Why is such a naive, utopian statement, which means nothing? What does it mean? Who who has dreamt things that aren't? What does that mean? What is it there to dream that isn't? That the lion will lie down with the lamb? Yes, that's a dream that isn't, but that's understood to be in God's time. 
it's another point of, of the Bible. It's not utopian. There will be a time when the lion will lie down with the lamb, but that is not available to us. So why did they love this line? Because he was handsome and because he was articulate. He had style. The left loves style. So John Kennedy has orgies in the White House. And the guy is an idol of the, the both the liberal and the left. And whereas Donald Trump, whatever he did, was before he was president. And for that, he has been excoriated. Do you know that I actually read a book a couple of months ago by a 19, I think she was 19, 19-year-old 19 who uh, you know, sort of on, what is it, intern, I guess? I don't know if she was an intern, if that was the official word. I don't know how I came across it, but uh, she had, uh, she was a regular lover of the president when such things were possible, and the book is was riveting. It was completely unsalacious. The, the woman wrote a thoughtful book, and I was riveted by it. But uh, it, it was just understood. This is the way he operates. And I, I'm not saying anything. I, I believe that the public should not know about people's private lives um, unless it's involved uh, in some, some evil. If somebody raped somebody, that's a different question. But they had style. Why did the left love, adore John F. Kennedy Jr., who, with no ill intentions at all, achieved nothing in the macro? Might have been a wonderful human being. Because he, he was handsome and had style. The, the statement you, you just heard from Robert F. Kennedy embodies the left. So they, what do they, they dream a society of, of essentially no problems. That's what he was saying. I would like you to tell me, dream, I'd like you to dream of something, you know, what, give it to me again, Sean. The, uh, the, the, I want to analyze this because it, when you think about it, it, it's very difficult to explain. But that's, that is what you are seeing unfolding, this immature thinking of society. Hi, Dennis Prager here again with a message for anyone struggling with pain. Of course, I want you to know about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that tens of thousands are now taking every day. I take it every day. I like being out of pain. But I know you may be skeptical. I certainly was. Then I kept hearing about all the people, including my wife, who were no longer in pain. So I decided to give it a try. In fact, listen to Janice's story. I was skeptical at first. But because of the pain that I was having when I would uh, substitute teach and have to climb stairs, so I have lower back, hip, and even knee pain. And after about three weeks, I found that I could climb stairs pain-free. But it wasn't only pain-free. I could do it step over step without holding on the railing. I'm really happy. It's, it makes me feel like I'm young again. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384. 800 500 
Let there be no doubt, big tech and the far left have joined forces to purge America of conservative views. So why exactly are we choosing to give big tech companies all of our personal data? The battle lines have been drawn. Big tech has made it clear which side they're on. Now is the time to take a stance. Protect your personal data from big tech with the VPN I trust for my online protection express VPN. Every device, whether you're on your phone, laptop, or TV, has a unique string of numbers called an IP address. When you search for things, watch videos, or even click a link, big tech companies can use that IP to track your activity and tie it back to you. So stop handing over your data to big tech companies whose aim is to censor you and spy on you. Defend your rights and protect your internet activity with the VPN I use. Visit expressvpn.com Prager, E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N com slash Prager to get three extra months free. ExpressVPN.com slash Prager. Want to remain you? Remain you? Yes, I do. Because people need remainders. David in Palestine, Illinois. I just want to thank you. While I may not take your call, I want to thank you for your insight. He's right. Left-wing thinking is not childlike. It is childish. I love, you know, I actually love being corrected. You're, you're a living witness to that fact. The reason I love being corrected is I, don't, I never want to persevere in doing something mistaken. <laughs> it's why I have so many editors for my work. It's one of the reasons that it's good stuff, very, very good stuff. I, I love being edited. I love being corrected. And this is not a boast. It is simply a... A way of approaching life that is healthy for for everybody, but we live in the age of instant hurt, and that too is childish. Isn't that interesting? It's part of the childishness. I should I should do. I always say this, and I hope you folks forgive me. I should write up the childish traits of the left. Ironically, there is. There are images of things that didn't exist. I mean, you know, when Isaiah, the prophet, says 2,500 years ago, nation shall not lift sword against nation, and they shall not learn war anymore. Obviously, that never existed. So there you have, if you will, a dream. But the, the biblical... The Bible doesn't negate the idea that we can dream for wonderful things. It just it doesn't believe that they are imminent or that failing that you have a society that should be torn down or any... Look, why are religious Jews and Christians backing America in the left versus America battle? Why is that? It's an interesting question. I'd, I would like leftists to answer. I, it obviously reinforces their loathing for people who take the Bible seriously. You know, there was, I, oh, I printed it out yesterday. This was, I told you folks many times, I read comments. I can't read them all. There, there are articles that have thousands of comments. But here we go. Look at that. You got to. This is a. This was a. This was a comment by a reader of the New York Times in the New York Times. Okay, so let's see. Oh, it's to Brett Stephens' column. 
that the left has gone too far. Trumpians studied with no teachers if they study anything at all. Hence, they grew up with their own value system. That manifested in their, fi- in their, in their finest invading Capitol Hill in spears and other medieval weapons, shirtless and carrying placards proclaiming the greatness of Camp Auschwitz. See, this is, this is how the left, this is, they live in a make-believe world. But that's not why I'm reading this to you. Now listen to the last line of this man's comment in the New York Times. I guess the sensible people of this country will get their children educated by our wonderful teachers, learn real science, and not seven-day creation, as Pence did. In the final analysis, what the left most hates is, in fact, the Judeo-Christian world. So it's this is so interesting that this guy out of notice out of nowhere, he ends his comment with, uh, "We won't learn seven days of creation like Pence did." And I, I have always thought, always, why does it bug leftists that people believe that God created the world in seven days, actually six days, created the Sabbath on the seventh day, but another issue why does it bug them can you tell me anything bad that emanates from that belief now i i happen to believe that the 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 world is is billions of years old and uh, i believe that this is a metaphor the the use of the word day so i don't i'm not a literalist in that regard but doesn't matter i respect the literalist I've never figured out. I know a lot of people who believe in seven days creation. They're spectacular people. They go to the doctor. If the kid gets sick, they bring their kid to uh, the emergency room. Uh, I, can you tell me what is the downside of believing that there is a God who created the world in seven days? What is the downside? They don't believe in science? That's absurd. It's a stupid comment by stupid people. How has it how has it adversely affected Mike Pence if in, indeed he does believe in six days creation literally? How has it adversely affect his grasp on life? May I offer this possibility that people who say men menstruate are far more out of it and dangerous to the world than people who say God created the world in seven days. So this guy is anybody on the left who preaches the absurdity, the alleged absurdity of believing that God created the world in seven days, uh, I think uh, that they need to look at, what is it, the moat in their eye? Right? (laughs) Oh, that's absurd. But men give birth and men menstruate. Oh, I see. Right. And America was founded in 1619. Now, that's a lie. That God created the world in six days is a belief. It's not a lie. But it's a lie what is taught to your children about the founding of America from the New York Times. That's just plain lie. The left wrote the book on lying. 
This is what bugs them, though. They, they hate us. There's an article in, uh, where was it? USA Today? By that professor of religious studies? One of the most obscene pieces I've I, I, I just obscene. The hatred of, of Christians in this country, uh, on, on the part of many, is a phenomenon to behold. And this is a Jew telling you that. I dream things that never were and say, why not? I just started saying hi, and I knew that between or in the course of one of them, my mic would go on, and I was right. The ability to predict the future is not given to all. I'm Dennis Prager, and explaining the world. If I had a name for my show, it would be Explaining Life. I've wanted to do that since I was in high school. I really wanted in this my one sojourn in this world, I wanted to understand it as best as possible. So, to the extent that you agree that I have attained some ability in that regard, I share it with you. Hmm. The, the utopian vision is part of what uh, we're talking about today. There was something, ironically, that was envisioned that didn't exist before. I have to be completely open and honest here. They didn't use the language, although they hinted at it. The founders of the United States wanted to create a society where the individual was more important than the state and was free. That is the only new thing since monotheism 3,000 years ago. And it is not, you have no idea how much the founders were rooted uh, in the Old Testament, specifically the Torah, like the Liberty Bell, has one verse on it, one sentence on it. It's from the Torah, from the first five books. Because those five books, when I'm writing my commentary on, that is that is the basis of Judaism, Christianity, and the West. Those five books. Love your neighbors, yourself, the Ten Commandments, the Exodus, creation, everything is there. So they developed something new. A place where the individual was of paramount significance. And the state was not. The state's job was to preserve liberty. The French Revolution hated that idea. The Russian Revolution hated that idea. And the left in America hates that idea. This is a revolution we are undergoing, or if you will, a counter-revolution. Freedom means nothing to the left. Nothing. Except for... Individual, certain individual freedoms like abortion. Uh, that's a, that's pretty much it. That that's where freedom for the left ends. The state is the all-knowing, all-good. Do you, Sean, have the statement from the Democratic Convention? The only thing all Americans have in common is the government. 
That's uh, one of the Hall of Fame lines. I was there. I was at the Democratic Convention when that uh, announcement was made. So if uh, if you can find it, you will hear it. This is it was a perfect statement of what the left believes. We all share the government. I'm with Calvin Coolidge. Essentially, the less the individual thinks of the government, the better the society. Right? That's the way it works. All righty, everybody. Where is our... There we go. Good. Gabe in Denver. Thank you for calling. Hello. Hey, Dennis. Thanks for taking my call. How are you today? Okay. Thank you. Um, well, I mean, I took umbrage with some of the stuff that you had to say, sort of discounting the idea that there are any, you know, religious extremists who discount science entirely and that the idea of, you know, people believing in a seven-day creation has little to no effect on their daily life. I mean, that's a complete wanton disregard for facts, right? I mean, you, you agree with that. There's scientific facts that completely, um, you know, fly in the face of seven-day creationism. And so to believe that shows that you uh, disregard facts on a baseline, no? No, it, it means that in one arena you think a miracle took place and... So you're ignoring facts, though. To, to, well, to, to the extent, yes, you're place, right, you're you right. So, the, so what? But so, so you, you're restating so the, the largest, issue. Why the is that a problem? Question, Sorry, why is it a problem that yes. on the largest issue about the world in general, you that, believe that, something that why is, is that the scientifically... Larger? I don't know why that's the largest Sorry? issue. Stay on with me. The, the largest issue is whether or not you believe the world was billions of years old or God created it in seven days. Why is that the biggest issue? I, I believe it's billions of years old, but I don't know why it's the biggest issue. Hello, my friends. talking about life this this first hour of the show and the utopian streak that the childish species of of how the left thinks and the particular loathing of those who have basic uh, religious beliefs so i read to you a comment in the new york times by a commenter about how bad tr- trumpians are and ended and ended it with I guess the sensible people of this country will get their children educated by our wonderful teachers. I won't comment on that now. Learn real science and not seven-day creation as Pence did. So I asked the question, what difference does it make to anybody whether a person believes in the seven-day creation or not? I know I know a fair number, more than almost any of you might know, unless you're involved in that world, uh, of religious Christians and religious Jews with what we call fundamentalist beliefs, which I do not use as a negative, who believe that God created the world in, in seven days, literally days. Okay. I have yet to understand why that matters to people. So it matters to Gabe in Denver. He thinks it's it really shows something uh, negative, to understate it, about a person and we left with my asking yeah. you, what exactly is the price paid for that belief? 
Well, I, I, I will. I'll just circle back because I was thinking about it during the break. I think you're you're correct in saying that it, to say it's the most important thing is incorrect language. I, I suppose what I mean is it's your basic starting point for your understanding of the world that you live in, your understanding of how the world you live in was created. You are starting off on something that is predicated on something that completely disregards facts and science. And I think that it's really a stretch to say, of course, there's some people who do, but the idea that it doesn't exist where, where people take that limited knowledge of science and apply it in their everyday life. and it You think it they do? So I'm asking you yes. to give me an example. He well, said that Mike Pence, some... he said that Mike Pence believes in it. I don't know if he, if he's right, but this man wrote Mike Pence believes in it. How has it affected Mike Pence's ability to navigate life? Well, I mean, so I would say that it is that alone, as I said earlier, that alone, that belief, I don't think has has any uh, effect whatsoever. So, well, but this I is beautiful. So belief, we agree. So we agree. Where do we belief, where do we differ? You t- you said at the beginning you took umbrage. That belief, that belief that belief indicates a wanton disregard for facts and science, and I think that bleeds into the rest of his. Uh, uh, views do, do you believe that, that do, you, do you believe that when people on the left uh, say and, and tell kids at all levels of education that men give birth is that a disregard of science well I believe it is and, and I believe if that's happening yes I, I, right. I believe so that which, that which of the two I, I think, which the which of the two do you think is a more dangerous belief for society well and I and I would be I would love to see specifics in what you're referring to and how widespread that is how widespread language is. It, okay I'll tell you how widespread it is I I, I, I will give you a hundred dollars to tweet and put on your Facebook page it's nonsense that men give birth mm-hmm. I, I promise to give you a hundred dollars okay then you will see the consequences anyway I appreciate your call. Uh, I I have raised this issue occasionally. I have never, ever been given the answer to the question, what difference does it make if somebody believes it? Okay? And so if you believe something and it has no bearing on your ability to navigate life or distinguish, for that matter, between truth and falsehood, Miracles are miracles, right? So what, what, is, what difference does it make to you? But they, they loathe those of us who uh, believe in this. I'll tell, you, I, I'll tell you this. I think people who believe that God created the world in seven days, six again to be more precise, but in seven days are closer to truth than people who believe the world came about on its own. Right. Now, I again, I believe the billions of years. What is it? The I believe in the what is it? The long, long period theory, or whatever it might be. But so what? I believe God created the world. I, I am I am closer to those people than I am to the people who say it all came about by itself. Now, that, that's that's. The belief that there is no creator, that has consequences, far more consequences than the belief that the creator made the world in seven days. 
Because if you don't believe in the Creator, then you don't believe then we are that we are endowed with inalienable rights, right? Declaration of Independence. We are endowed by our Creator with certain inalienable rights, life, liberty, and, and the pursuit of happiness. No Creator, no inalienable rights. That's consequential. All righty. That's correct. Greenville, South Carolina, Joshua, hello. Hello, Mr. Prager. Thank you so much for all you do. By the way, I'm looking forward to reading the Rational Bible. Well, I wanted to call you, you about... Mean, the you mean the third experience. volume. I hope you have the first two. Uh, I have not yet, but I just have okay. a birthday, so I got some birthday money. I'm Good. looking very much to reading them. Thank you. Yes, sir. Well, I wanted to call you about something you have experienced. Conservatives these days are are lied about and then censored. And I've heard liberal people say that that's just part of it, because they say freedom of speech is not the same as freedom from the consequences. And, frankly, I'm not sure how to quite respond to that. Freedom of speech is... I didn't quite follow that. Freedom of speech is not what? The, uh, the same thing as freedom from consequences. So Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, but... If without a specific, of course th- there are consequences to free speech. Uh, so you'll have to tell me specifically what that means. The Dennis Prager Show. Hi, everybody. Let me immediately go back to Joshua in South Carolina. So if I understand you correctly, people challenge you, and you're you're restating it for me to respond to. Well, yeah, you have freedom of speech, but you're not free to avoid the consequences of your free speech. Is that is that what you're saying? Yes, sir. Basically... So if you are fired, or if you are taken off the air, or if you are censored, then that's just how it is. You don't have freedom of speech in that way. It's just involving the government. So it is perfectly fine for you to be fired for your political beliefs. That's what, that's what these people on the left say. Well, wait, that, that's a second argument, that it's not the government doing it. It is irrelevant to the first argument. Of course there are consequences to what I say. If, if, if I say... Uh, to somebody in the street, you know, you're truly ugly. Uh, there are consequences. I may get punched. Uh, uh, they they may uh, curse me. They they just may walk away. Of course, to say that there are consequences to speech is not one of the great insights of of modernity. As regards uh, being shut down, then it, it, you don't have free speech. They can't have it both ways. Oh, you have free speech until we take it away. That's exactly right. That's that's my viewpoint as well. Um, All right, let me leave it at that. I mean, it is unbelievable. The words that are spouted today, it's because the people read the Washington Post and the New York Times too much. So they actually think, or they go to school, and they actually think that those are truly deep points. Oh, you have freedom of speech, but if you exercise it, I take it away then you don't have free speech. Uh, it's it, As regards the argument, well, they're private companies. They're, they're, not, uh, they're not the government. The private companies got their immunity to lawsuits on the promise that they would be an open forum. Google lives a lie. YouTube lives a lie. Facebook lives a lie. Twitter lives the biggest lie. Among the lies. <laughs> yes, give us immunity to lawsuits, but we'll shut down whatever we differ with. 
So I always ask a question with this new notion that, oh, private enterprise can do what it wants. Really? So if the big three airlines, Delta, American, and United, announced if you come on board with the Wall Street Journal, you can't fly with us, can they do that? Yes or no? Yes or no? Private company, correct? Or how about this? Who'd you vote for? You voted for Trump? Can't come on our uh, American flight. Why not? It's a private company. And it's even worse. I mean, theoretically, if you can't get on American, United, and Delta, you could still get to a destination on Southwest or Alaska or what have you. But if you don't uh, get... uh, If you don't get on the highway of Google, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, you don't go anywhere. I'm Dennis Prager. We return. The Dennis Prager Show, live from the Relief Factor pain-free studio. 